0: Good morning, welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Chelik Sheni Hilchas Talmatoira, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Vov. I believe we're going to succeed with Hashem's help in completing this Halacha today that we've been learning for a little while. This Halacha, once again, is based on chapter 12 in Likutei Moran. Before we begin, we dedicate to learning Lelui Nishmas, Yen Bas Reb, Yehoshua Aryeh, Harini Kaporas Mishkova, and Moshe
1: Menachem,
0: Moshe Menachem Ben Chaim Eliyahu, Eliyahu, and Chayagitl, Basarav Mordechai. And for a complete refusal for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Chaim Yitzchok Ben Chanarivka, Akiva Michoel Ben Sora Hova. Bas Yikela, Bas Malka Tzvi Sholem, Ben Rita Beverly Ruve Mordechai, Ben Chana Dvoira Gila, Simcha, Bas Chava Mordechai, Ben Tali Soraleya, Bas Havaliba, Avigail Avigayel, Brocha, Bas Shira Dvoira Chana, Bas Sora David Lei, Ben Shana Shlomanissim, Ben Mazel Yaakov, Yeshua, Ben Freindel Rechel Avram David, Ben Chana Soragital Bas Hanariva, Miriam Esther, Bas Soragitl David ben Behia, Shaindol Basleia, Chaim Arye ben brocha Chaim ben Rachel, Gavriel Shlomoi ben Ides, Ides Bas Marian Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Sadasa, Gediganendol Bas Sipoyra, Lebalei Bas ben Chaya Liza, Avi Bas Yispendel, Saroch Bas Yispendel, Yehudes Ruchama Bas Chavurus. Gila Gilabas Brocha, Shimon Eliyaza Ben Rachel. Ami ben Chai ben Yehuda Skila, Hillel Yisrael ben Sora, Pesolich Sharchol Yisrael. Rav Nosenzal Zal was focusing, especially on that part of the Torah in Imran where Rav Azal teaches us that the Tzadik who wants to bring new revelations of Torah to the world, in the process of doing it, Hashem forces him to veer off course a little, to veer a little to the left. We know that. The right represents Lishma. the left represents shaloy l'shma. It's brought that the words loy l'shma make up the word Smoila, the left. <clears throat> the reason for this is in order for the tzaddik to be able to bring parnosah, shefa, wealth, down to the world. Because parnosah, shefa, wealth, come from the left side. And we explained in the previous year how it is... That the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that Parnosa comes from Keser, from the highest place, <clears throat> where there is no concept of right and left. The true, it's true, it originates from there. But over there, it's completely unformatted light. Then it has to, when it drops down to where there's a right and a left, from the left, on the left side, it gets formatted into Parnosa, into Shefa, so that Tzadik is forced. To, to go a drop to the left in order to enable him to be a tzino or a pipe to be able to bring Shefa to the world. We see especially in the story of Yosef HaTzadik, that's where the Torah makes it perfectly clear, the Yosef hu ha who hu that this little Yosef, this little boy who left home at 17 years old, was kidnapped, sent down to Mitzrayim, to the, the least religious place on earth and to Potiphar's house, the least religious house in Israel, and spent years there, and then 10 years in prison, and then a, 12, a two-year addition, and, and used that to rebound. That, you read, resulted in a, an aliyah where the world became aware. Paroi acknowledged, this is the man. Have you seen a person? Paroi said, You you can see the Divine Spirit of Hashem is in him. And Parai said, you are in charge of the economy of the land of Egypt, which was the economy of the world. Nothing happens without you. And as Le'er Kodesh says, this isn't just a history lesson. This is teaching us the role of the tzaddik. That the tzaddik is the one, all shefa comes down to the world through him. We'll continue inside. That when it came to Yitzias, Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabenu took the bones <coughs> of Yosef HaTzadik with him. Because in each and every single generation, the Tzadik who is studying Torah, who is studying Gemara, <coughs> Halacha, He's studying the words of Tzaddikim of thousands of years ago or hundreds of years ago. That Tzaddik must connect, must deeply attach himself, Ladabek, to the Tzaddik who originally revealed that Torah. Shehu Bechinas Neshikin. The Zohar Kodesh calls this Neshikin, a kiss, because we know the Gemara says that when you repeat the words of a Tzaddik who passed away, His lips move in the kever. And the one who's learning the Torah, his lips are moving. And the Zohar Kodish explains there's a spiritual union that takes place between them. Bechinas is Dapkus Rucha barucha, a joining together, a deep joining together of one spirit with another. Shezehu Bechinas Moshe, Shehu Bechinas And that's what we're being shown in this example, that Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the physically living Tzadik Hadoyer at that time, (coughs) took the bones of Yosef HaTzadik, who had already passed away, who in this context, he represents the upper Tzadik, the Tzadik from the upper world. And this is why the Gemara says in Soito, Chacham lev yikach mitzvois. One who is really smart, he takes Babiza mitzvahs. The rest of the Jewish people were involved in fulfilling Hashem's commandment to borrow all the gold and silver from their Egyptian neighbors and clean out Egypt from all of its wealth in order to fulfill the promise that Hashem had made to Avram Avinu of the achrei <coughs> Chain yitzu b'rechush godor. But look how these two are connected. Rav Nossam is going to show us the significance of these two going together. Ki Moshe osak Biats ze Rabbeinu's <speaking> involvement with the <Hebrew> bones of Yosef HaTzadik is an example of this connection this coming together of the 2 Ruchos, ruachos—the ruach of the living tzaddik and the tzaddik who passed away—his <coughs> skashrus had b'ze'ho'ilam b'hat ho shehu had This is that deep connection binding together of the lower tzaddik who is living physically in this world to the upper tzaddik who is the tzaddik already passed away. The Oz Himshikh Moishegam Hashefa Shela Parnosa. And then through this Moish Rabinu was drawing down this flow of Parnosa, Ali Day smoila Smoilakana, as a result of Moish Rabinu Hashem Kaviok forcing Moish Rabinu to go a drop to the left. <coughs> Where do we see the Parnassa? Valideze Osku Kol Yisroy Babiza. And this is what enabled Klali Yisrael at that time to successfully draw out all the wealth of Egypt. <clears throat> <clears throat> they were to this flow of wealth through Moshe Rabbeinu. is and Yisrael begolus Mitzrayim. As a result of the Jewish people going through this major purification. In, during the time they were exiled in Mitzrayim. This corresponds to what Rabbi Nizal describes over there in Likot <coughs> that when a person who's learning Gemara for the wrong reasons, he's learning it to, to be a, become a Bible critic, to be able to show that he knows more than the Gemara, or to, to be able to receive kavod that he's so smart he can say a, a pilpil in Torah, so when, it, when the tzaddik in the Gemara, when Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shem, when these rabbis, when they fall into the mouth of such a lambdan, shehu Mehuvan godol me'eis Hashem And this is something that's very well planned out by Hashem. Hashem wants this to happen. Kimavur as Rabbi Nizal explains over there, because the tzaddik is able to draw out the dibur from that lamdan and rectify it. Rabbi Nizal explains the whole process there. Through this process, the tzaddik, <coughs> the, the tzadik draws the shchina out of golus, and the Tzadik takes all of those bad words that that lamed is speaking against the Tzadik and he turns it into halachos. The, the one example, classic example of this is the case of doyeg ha'doyim and Dovra melech Doeg Hadoimi was an AvBestin, he was very learned, but he was learned in the wrong way. He was learned to come up with the wrong answers. He wanted to prove that Dovet HaMelech is not Roy Lovoy Bekal. Not only isn't he qualified to be for kingdom, but he's not qualified to marry into the Jewish people. Shezeo Bechinas Alias Yisrael, taking the Shechina out of Golos, is similar to the Jewish people going up out of Mitzrayim. Shehu Hat Torah The Jewish people, the Shechina, represent the Torah Shabalpeh, the oral Torah, taking it out of Migolos Mitzrayim, Migolos Hadibor, Hainu Migolos Shebapeh Lamdon. Taking it out of all of these. <coughs> because again, when a person is learning Shaloy Chas V'Shalom, then the, the the words of the Torah are in exile in his mouth. They're not comfortable. There's a posseh, the rabbin has quotes there, that the kiss of an enemy is, is excessive. It's not something that the tanner wants to be in the lips of a person who's studying his words for the wrong reasons, chas <clears> V'azai <throat> Now, when the tzaddik falls into the mouth of this lambdon, meaning that this Lamdon is speaking out against the tzaddik, the and the tzaddik is to come out of there successfully without being harmed in the process, gam Then the tzaddik is to be able to bring down this flow of wealth. After going down into Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim is again that Mezzer Hagorin. After going there and Paroy all all that part, the mouth, the the, the the section of Dibur. When they come out of there successfully, they come out with great wealth. Himtik The succeeded in sweetening the negativity of the left side. He was eager to refine and purify that aspect of the left from the klipos, from the negative forces that are attached there. Which was the cause, the source of these negative words of people who oppose Sadikin. Who himtikolzer that sadik sweetened all of this and he converted those sirufim, those words. He was able to rearrange those words into halachos that the tzaddik teaches, as Rabbeinu Saul explains there in Torah Yud Beis and Likutei Maranu. First, the tzaddik was to, to fix, to do whatever needed, whatever could be done to improve that left side, and to merge it together with the right. Shali Deze Parnosa Canal and that's how the tzaddik draws Parnosa down After completing this process successfully, then they go out with tremendous wealth, great wealth. Question
1: It's a on Russia <coughs> just by talking the words of the tzaddik. I thought you said it's, it's something really terrible that he says it. And how does the Russia suddenly become a tzaddik, or say his words well?
0: No, 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 let's clarify. There's two, there's two things, two issues going on here. <clears throat> we have the Torah Shebal Per, which represents the Shekhinah. The Torah Shebal Per loves The Yishchino loves when people study its words down here on earth, when they're studying for the right reasons. Now, there are lamdanim because of a variety of reasons that were explained, the Torah Shabalpeh is a minefield. Torah Shabach it's much easier to learn it and not get messed up in the process. But Torah Shabalpeh, that's, that's malchus... And that's where the potential for gaiva and all kinds of negativity comes in. We know Rabbi Inezal says what separates Jews from non-Jews is Torah Shabbat The non-Jews have a Bible, a New Test, an Old Testament, but the Torah Shabbat Per separate. And what separates observant Jews mm-hmm. from non-observant Jews is the Gemara, the Halacha, that issue. So when when a tzaddik studies the words of Torah Shabbat it's brought that that's a yichud, that's a zivug. Between the upper tzaddik and the lower tzaddik, it's Nashik and isdabka, srucha, barucha—incredible things that go on there. <coughs> but what about Parnasa? What about so there's an incredible tikkun and baruchnius going on there? But what about Parnasa? So Rabbi Azal says, therefore Hashem forces the tzaddik to deviate a little bit to the left to make contact with the left side, and that enables the tzaddik to bring down a flow of shefa, Parnasa. Now there's a lamdan who is not Sadik, a lamdan who's not Sadiq, not, not tikkun abris and gaiva and all kinds of negativity, learning for the wrong reasons. <clears throat> there it says that the tzaddik koelian doesn't enjoy being in his mouth. He doesn't enjoy... That's Golos hashkina, number one. Now when such a person goes out and speaks against makes that's, that's super problem, super problem. How does the tzaddik, though, react to it? How does he respond to it? The tzaddik takes the words that this lambdan is speaking against him and rearranges it into halochais <clears throat> and thereby makes a tikkun for, for the Torah Pair, for the Torah Pair, for the words, for the shechina. And that's also part of this process of enabling this tzaddik to help bring down that flow of parnosah and ashiris. Any other questions, please? Paragraph Zayin. osur l'lame toira And this is why the Shulchan Aruch says it's forbidden to teach Torah for money. V'yikr ho'isur Shabal And the Shulchan Aruch says, especially when it comes to Torah shebalpeh. Torah sheb'ch'sav, there are ways that it's okay. shelo yisachez b'china so that the negative aspects of that left side shouldn't take hold of it. Shabalpeh, the main achiza of the Sitra is in Torah Shabalpeh. isek Because when a person is studying Torah, teaching Torah for money, <coughs> Bozeh yisachsu chas v'shalom hachitzoynim It's easy for the klipois to grab onto that Ha-neechozim b'bechinas b'smoilo oyshe v'chavoy That's their domain Their domain is money B'smoilo oyshe v'chavoy K'yaf al pi shebehechrich lipoil k'tsas ma'at l'bechinas s'moylo Because even though we say that even the greatest Sadik Must fall a drop into that left side, hurak dakminatak, it's the finest of the fine, it's a very slight contact with that left side. Yasik, Bishfil Mamish. But when a person is teaching Torah for money specifically, or learning Torah for money where like the main focus is the money, <coughs> There, the Sitrachra can easily really latch on to that. lo and And then, unfortunately, he won't get the Torah and he won't get the money. He won't get both. What do you mean? But he gets the check. The, the, the answer is a person can have money in their hands and the money is not money. The money doesn't work. It doesn't buy. It gets used for things that the per, unexpected expenses, chas shown, And then for the things that they really need it for, they don't have it, chas this is one of the reasons why one of the positions of the Gemara is, is that, a person should, that, that a person who works for their livelihood is better off than a person who's being supported completely, a person who's studying Torah full-time and being supported, taking money for others. Because we see, the Shulchan the Gemara shows here that there are dangers, there are dangers in getting paid for learning, <clears throat> that kind of thing. Although, here again, but, but what about teaching a class of students, a person teaching in a yeshiva? There again, the Gemara and the Shulchan show that there it's, it's babysitting service, there are other ways around it. But this issue of mixing money and Torah is a delicate thing. <clears throat> Therefore, a person has to learn Torah and teach Torah for free. The Haparnosa, Memeila Tovoi, Al Yedei Hatzadik Hador Ho Amiti. And the Parnosa will come automatically through the leading Tzadik of the generation. She Zoichel Lahamshe Haparnosa, Mimazel Ho Elioin, who was to draw Parnosa to the world from that high Mazel, that Keser. <coughs> Uboikei a Yamadoi Raisol l'fnei Yisrael, and he's able to split open the Yam of Torah for Bnei Yisrael, as Moshe Rabbeinu split the Red Sea. V'Yisrael Am Kadosh Tsrichin L'ha Men Ba'atzadik Oemis, and the Holy Jewish Nation must believe in the truth tzaddik. Bebechinas v'Yaminu b'Hashem uveMoshe Avdo. It's a pasuk in the Chumash. Many people who don't believe in sadikim and who don't be- who are anti hasidists and everything they have a problem with this Pasik. They have a big problem because it's it's very hard to wiggle your way out. The Torah is pretty clear, and the Torah is not afraid to put these two side by side. Hashem over Moshe, the the, the emunah in Hashem and the Amun and sadikim is goes goes together. Hanemar beKriyas Yamsuf, which is written especially by the Kriyas Yamsuf. And through this, Klal Yisrael was zecher to both things. They were to a great revelation in Torah. The Gemara says, The super revelation of Torah and biza sayan, tremendous wealth. They go together. Because the Gemara says, most definitely. Not every person is Zoika to have great knowledge of Torah and financial wealth. Because the Gemara says parnosah is as difficult as Kriyas Yamsuf, as we explained earlier. Therefore, how can any one of us be on our merit alone, with our strength alone, <coughs> to 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 Krias and therefore we have to be willing to rely on the true tzaddikim of the generation to believe in them. They are in the category of Moshe Rabbeinu. Every leading tzaddik of the generation Every leading of is an aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu. The Gemara says the rabbis of the Gemara used to call each other Moshe. Moshe Shapir comrade when somebody said a, a beautiful thing in Torah. And by having this emuna in the Tzadik and emuna in properly, really solid, we can avail ourselves to the Torah and to the Parnosa. Krias which is what took place at Kriyas Yamsov. We have that Pasuk Ish Emunois Rav Brachhois. Man of faith, <coughs> a multitude of Brachis. Ki Iker Yisroel's Ho Emuna. Because experiencing Kriyas Yamsov came about through Emuna, came about in the merit of our Emuna. Where do we see it? The Pesuk says there, "Kamayshakosav mat titzakei li." When the Jews were screaming to Hashem, Hashem, says, "What are you screaming to me for?" "Daber al bnei Yisrael Speak to the Jews and tell them to go. Kamayshapirush Rashi Shem Rashi Hakodesh says there, "Ki ein hayam oimay befneihem." The sea will not be able to stand before the Jewish people. "Ki vo." heim vohemunah sheaminubi." Lifkoya hayam That's the wording in Rashi. The Jewish people are worthy enough, and the faith that they displayed in me, in order for me to split the Red Sea before them. So if we see it was beshusdi emuna. emuna baHashem liskois Because through emuna in Hashem and in the true tzaddik we can be to Torah, to Revelation in Torah, and to Parnasa, coming from that highest place, that mazal ho'el even though it's not on my own merit, it's not on the basis of my own merit, it's not my own power. That Sadek Emes has the ability to send to each and every person, all of the, this Shefa of Torah and this Shefa of Parnassah, al yidei ho'emunah ha'gdoilo she'yesh li Yisrael ba'ashem As a result of the powerful faith that the Jewish people have in Hashem and in the true tzaddikim. b'chinas Bashem, ba'ashem u'v'moy she'avdo'y kanal. Omein Amein. With this, Rav Nilsen, obviously concluded the halacha at one point, and then he added an appendix. Yes, please.
1: Based on this, who should decide that they have enough amuna that they should learn all the time and not
0: work today? Good question. <clears throat> who can? Who? Who has? Who's? able to make such a decision that a person is qualified to learn full time and not work at all? The answer is that this is one of, when we talk about seeking advice of and of Tzadikim, it would seem that this is one of the important cases where a person needs the advice of a true Talmud Chacham number one, who has great knowledge of Torah, number two, who understands the person understands what that person is capable of. Because a, a person sometimes can think they have the amuna that it takes, and when things get tough and tight, <coughs> the person suddenly sees that they can't handle it, chas to So what
1: will the Tzadik look for in that
0: person? He'll look to see how real that person's Amuna really is, how strong the person's emunah is. <coughs> we know, for example, when it came to the Holocaust, things like that, people saw then the difference between bale Amuna and bale mashav. I think it's the Yavits that writes it, about the Spanish Inquisition, that there were many very intelligent, bright Jews, very learned, very smart, and they did not withstand that they couldn't pass the test at the Inquisition. And people who were bale Amuna, people who had simple faith, they were able to look death in the eye, and they were able to look, you know, and, and stand firm, st- take the test. And, and the masters of emuna are the tzaddikim. The real master of Emunah is tzaddikim. <clears> Tzaddik <throat> be I remember my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld used to say that in the Shulchan Aruch it asks, who is, who is your Rebbe Muhok? Because there are many laws in the Gemara that if it's one of your rabbis, you're required to show him respect. If it's the rabbi, your main rabbi, the laws are much strict, are, are much stricter and stronger. And the Shulchan Aruch discusses this and the bottom line is it's the one who taught you Hashkafa, meaning the one who taught you emuna in Hashem. <clears throat> because out of all the things that a Rebbe can teach a student, there's nothing more important. Callut mitzvah secha emuna so that's the the most important thing and a true Talmud Chacham is a person who's an incredible Baal Emuna and can be able to judge in his students what their level of Emunah is or not question what does the tzaddik actually do in order to fall to the left side The answer is, number one, sometimes he doesn't have to do anything. Hashem does it. Hashem sees to it that somehow he falls to the... there's a a tiny error. We see cases in the Gemara, many cases in the Gemara, where one of the rabbis says something and then somebody refutes him and he says, Hadribi, okay, I take it back. I, I take it back. I don't... That could be an example of it, and there could be other examples of a tzaddik having to deal with monies, with in certain ways, that kind of things, which ordinary he wouldn't
1: fundraising.
0: Fundraising. Sure, definitely. No question here. Seems like the Likud Helochs and are talking mainly about Moichin, Das, Chidushay Torah, Moichin, which are all called Ashirus and not about material wealth. Not necessarily. In the context that we're learning here, It's talking about financial wealth. It's talking about Ashira's financial wealth. And the Torah throughout, and Rabbein in different places, speaks about the right side and the left side. The final paragraph, paragraph Ches, The Gemara says... That even if a person sees that they're not on a level to learn Torah Lishmo, then, then go ahead, learn Shalolishmo with the hope that eventually from loy Lishmo you'll get to Lishmo. Ki behechrich sorich Ham Again, Reh-Nossal reiterates because there must be a deviation to the left. Entering into the domain of Loilishmo in order to draw Parnosa to the world. <clears> take <throat> of Here again, this could be a kolel person receiving his check. <clears throat> and everybody knows that in most cases that check is like 10% of what he needs to live on. So it's it's not like he's getting wealthy or anything from that check. It's not it's not like he, he's learning for the money. If his interest was money, he wouldn't be in kolel. He'd be doing something to make real money. But still it's a slight deviation to the left, and then he gets the check and then goes right back that I'm learning this isn't this isn't what I'm learning for. I need this to live on, okay, but I'm learning for Hashem's kavoy. And and in order in order to draw Parnassa to the world Avalakach, take it chuizal. But afterwards immediately he jumps right back onto the track of Lishma. Bechinas, as Rabbi Nezal says there in the Kutimran, In the example that he gives in the Gemara, the Shed was jumping from one bridge to the other. And, and the second his foot touched down on, on bridge number two, he bounced right back to bridge number one. Because afterwards, he definitely, immediately returns to Lishmo. And that's why the Gemara says in Brachos, "A person who studies Torah with it with the wrong intentions, really the wrong intentions, it would be better that that person's embryo sac got turned upside down. Meaning, it'd be better if the person were never born." Because a person whose real main focus is loilishma, is the wrong intentions, which are, for example, bishvil Sheyiskore Rebbe said he should carry that title rabbi in Lehis to Yaher be to be arrogant, to be able to have a means of displaying arrogance, and to show up other people, to be able to make other people look bad, or to make the Torah look bad in certain cases such a person would be better off if they weren't created because that person only sees the opposite the wrong side the the wrong interpretation of the Torah as it says that, that sinners intentional sinners will stumble in the Torah the Torah will cause them to fall It's only those people whose real intention, what they really want, is they want to learn for the sake of Hashem. However, he's human, and he's not a tzaddik yet, he hasn't purified himself yet, he hasn't gotten to that level to be able to reject Kovoid completely, to want to run away from it, like from fire. So so there are times that he gets these thoughts of Loilishmoor. Al Zeum Rabbi Sainas Allah about this person, the Gemara says, Such a person is allowed to start off learning Torah even loylishma, even though he has some of those thoughts, because eventually he's gonna to get to Lishma. Because such a person will definitely be zaykha to come out of the laylishma into the lishma alyday ko ya khaddik wa through the power and efforts of the true sadik shehu do the koifate stoned ba istirasi min bibkhin al laylishma wa bibkhin al shma who is always jumping when he's learning his Torah, when he's teaching his Torah, he's always jumping from Loy back to Lishma. Bechinas, Shavar Mehay Lahai Kanal. Shezeo Bechina, Shamitoy Shaloy That's an, another example of this. Baruch Hashem. There's a story that I've told. <coughs> we mentioned many times that people are under the impression that the Zohar Kodesh is Kabbalah. The Zohar Kodesh is about 75% Halacha and Musr, stories, incredible stories. There's 25%, that's Kabbalah, that's Sphirois, Oilomois, names of Hashem, everything. And some of the stories there are so inspiring and so special, there's so much that we learn from them. The Zohar Kodesh says that Rebbe Abba, Rebbe Abba was the the scribe of Rebbe Shimon Barichoyezal, and he was. Him and Rabbi Elozal were the two top students. Rabbi Abba once went out to the street and he made an announcement. Who wants to get rich? Who would like to become wealthy? Come with me. Come with me. So a young boy heard this and he said, I, I, I want to become rich. He said, very good, come with me. He took him into the Base Medrash. He sat him down and he told him, start learning. Really apply yourself. The boy was there for a few weeks, learning, learning well, etc., etc. And then he thought, maybe the rabbi forgot what I'm here for, you know. So he went over to Rabbi Abba and he said, you you remember the announcement that you made that that brought me here? Rabbi Abba said, of course, a hundred percent. Continue. I didn't forget at all. Continue. He continues learning and he starts developing a taste. He starts experiencing what this really is. And he sees that money, wealth, financial wealth, materialistic wealth, compared to this, is dirt, it's nonsense, it's, it's a joke. It's like toy cars, like kids playing with toy cars. Picture a 20, 25 year old playing with toy cars, little red cars and blue cars and that kind of thing. So he goes over to Rabbi Abba again, embarrassed, and he says, I'm so ashamed of myself, I feel so so terrible that I came here looking for for financial wealth, I realize now that that's an insult compared to what you've given me here. You know what I have here. Rabbi Abba smiled and said, you're right, keep going, keep at it. And it says a short while later, a very wealthy man came into the Beis Medrash and he approached Rabbi Abba and he said, I have a daughter and she's special, special, as special as could be. And I have these 13 goblets of puzz. Puzz is a type of gold, a very rare type of gold. There's only a limited quantity of it in the entire world. This could have been like $13 million. And he said, this is prepared as a dowry for my daughter and her husband. Do you have a good customer for me? He said, definitely. I know just the right guy. And he says, you see him over there Yossi? He's a man. And the Gemara says, sure enough, they got married and he became known as Rabbi Yossi ben Pazi, who's mentioned throughout the Gemara many times, that because of this pause, these goblets of pause, this is an example of a person who started out with a loylishma because he didn't know, he simply didn't know, he wasn't against Hashem in any way, chas Hashem, and he was eager to learn, and, be, and with the connection to a tzaddik, he was attached to Rabbi Abba, To this incredible tzaddik, Hashem opened his eyes to be able to see what the Torah really is. And he saw, This is much more precious than pearls. It's much more delicious. It's much more beloved than all the gold and everything else in the world. Question here in the chat. I know a woman whose husband was once convinced by his rabbi, that he should quit his job by his Brestlev Rabbi and learn Torah full-time and rely only on Amuna, And nothing good came out of that. Can it be said that that's an example of a mistake in understanding Rav Nossosal's words here? The answer is it's, it's a mistake in understanding the words of the Torah in general. That the, the Gemara says that there were two paths in Yiddishkeit. There was the path of Rabbi Shimon Bar who told his students what work well, how, you're going to work how are you going, going to achieve any greatness in Torah Parnassa, Hashem, Hashem takes care <coughs> you'll, you'll learn and the Parnassa will be taken care of through other ways mm-hmm. and then there was Rabbi shmoel who said im <coughs> that it's good to combine Torah and earning of a livelihood because by combining by being busy with both of those things a person will forget, so they, they won't have time to do They Their head won't be there for Averis. <clears throat> so the Gemara says, there were many that did like Rabbi Shimon bar Echoi and failed, and there were many that did like Rabbi Shmuel and passed. So the question is, what do you mean? Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon didn't know, uh, didn't get it like? He set people up for failure? And one of the answers that's explained is, chas v'shal. no. They were addressing two different audiences. Rabbi Shimon was addressing the Sayeret. He was addressing the elite, the one in a thousand that's qualified to sit and learn full time and he'll use every minute the right way <clears throat> and his emuna is solid, as solid as could be. For that person, that person can, can enter into that, that path and be successful. Rabbi Shmuel was speaking to the vast majority of the world who are not qualified, they're not on that madrega, And if they try to do it, it's gonna be reaching out for a light that's too high from them, and and they'll get blinded in the process. And to them, he said, you need to combine both, to have a healthy, good combination of both. Realizing though, which is the more important of the two. There's a place in, uh, in Kitzerli Kutemaran, in, on Torah Samach in Likutei Maran. In that chapter in Likutei Maran, speaks about bitochim, and there are svarim written with hundreds and thousands of pages explaining Bitochain, what Bitochain is, all kinds of pilpulim and everything. Rabbeinu gives one paragraph of incredibly clear explanation. Kitzur Likutei Maran, top shelf. That, that's a major Torah bitochin, But I'm talking about in, in Torah Samach, he mentions Miftach boygate like a wrong type of Bitochem. And in Kitzli Kutemaran here, he gives a very, very clear, incredible, helpful explanation. Paragraph Yud Be'ez in Kitzli Kutemaran on Torah Samach. <clears throat> I'm skipping a third of the paragraph where he, to where he says, who nevayer hadovar ktsas? Let's explain this whole story about bitochein. Ki ikar maylas habitochein who liftoyach baHashem v'lasay stoyiv. The real quality bitochein is a person who believes in Hashem and does good, does good things. Kamal shikosim, as it says clearly in Tehillim chapter thirty-seven, betach baHashem v'asay toiv. What does that mean exactly? That the person should not experience any type of bilbil, any lack of, of clear thinking during his learning, during his davening, because they're worried and concerned about parnoso. But rather, the person should be involved in learning Torah and serving Hashem. And trust in Hashem, that Hashem will support him and take care of him throughout his entire life. That's level one. That's the highest level of Bitochon. <clears throat> and if a person is not on that kind of level, they don't have that level of confidence confidence in Hashem and confidence in themselves. <speaking> in <Hashem> to take himself totally out of the business world, totally out of the working environment. <speaking in Hashem> and the person therefore wants to be involved in business or some type of a work, some type of profession itim At least the person should make sure to have fixed times for the study of Torah. And should daven on time. <clears throat> there are people who have to be at work 8 o'clock and they, they, can't daven, they can't daven early, have to get the kids out. They end up davening chakras nine thirty, ten 9.30, 10 o'clock or, or, or other things like that. Vehulu, etc. Rav says, meaning don't cross any red lines. Observe the halachas. Velo yidag, velo machmas And again, to this person also, we say, don't worry, don't get yourself nervous or anything, because uh, related to parnasa, rak yiftach b'ashem. But rather, have faith and trust in Hashem. Gam ugmilas and regarding giving charity and and lending money to people, doing all kinds of ulahitzim al iskei and spending money for mitzvahs, buying tefillin for my children or my grandchildren, or 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 buying cheesecake for Shavuos, or buying new clothing for young, for the kids, for myself, for the kids. To trust in Hashem completely, that Hashem will cover the expenses. And because I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing mitzvahs, because I am keeping Yiddish guide as well as I can on my level, to spend money on mitzvahs and everything, Hashem will definitely bless me. It's not going to take away. It's going to, this is the bracha. Now, here comes the Rabnos and Saul's anticipating the, the, the question. And even if the person says, okay, that's great, if I knew I was being a real good Jew, that when I daven, I have kavana, and I'm learning properly, and I don't get angry at my wife, and I, all the different things. But I, I know that I'm, I'm doing a lot of things wrong. So how can I say that Hashem is going to take care of me? You know? The person should not allow their trust in Hashem and their self-confidence to fall because of this. Loima, to say, Mi yo levtoyach felishoyin bashem. Who am I to trust that Hashem is going to want to take care of me? Meacha shaharey oisias Since I know I've done so many bad things. There's so many things I did wrong and I'm doing wrong. But rather, rak yivtach bechazdei Hashem asherloi samnu. But rather to trust in Hashem's kindness. Hashem isn't just only just and fair. Hashem is Melech Oyev U U'Mishpat. He is. He likes mishpat. He likes to play fair. He's a judge, but he's also full of Chesed. U'Berachamov Sheenom Kolim, and Hashem's kindness that's infinite. Sheirachim that Hashem will have rachmos on me and he'll take care of me also. Kitoiv Hashem Lakoil. Because it says Hashem is good to everybody. Everybody means me. I can't let my eight say it means everybody but not me. moi saparnosa. And therefore don't let yourself be pulled down and troubled and worried about Parnasar because he feels small lack of self-worth lack of self-esteem but rather to be solid in that trust in Hashem no matter what why? because I really deep down I want to be a good Jew I want to do the right thing the chol ze uqiyot hu bitach indiktusha rabnos says what i just described these two levels that i just described these define holy bitachin now we're going to talk about unholy bitachin avulasai says the hash shon but to do to commit a crime makolshkein ezexela veramos any type of stealing or fooling people, tricking people, any kind of gimmicks, pansy schemes, other stuff. Or to be involved in forging documents, other things. To be involved in black market activity, things that the government doesn't allow, that are illegal vilif toyah ba shumispora she atsiwa likmor asekh and to trust in ashem that Hashem is going to help me to, to accomplish it shlo yzvad and that nobody should find out about it zehu betokhen the sitrakha that's a wrong that's a sinful that's bitokhen coming from the et sahara beginas miftach boygate that the apostle says beginas va tiftach be oishek you, you put your faith in the wrong things. That kind of Bitochen is like a broken piece of pottery that there's nothing you can do. It's worth totally worthless. Now comes an interesting point. Now comes an interesting point and even a person who tries to jump way above their level in business. He's capable of doing business in tens of thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, but he wants to be a billionaire and he can't wait so long, he can't wait so long. So he wants to get involved in, in a business deal that'll take him right away to the billions and he gets involved in things that are way above over his head, and he goes ahead and borrows a lot of money for many people in order to invest in order to be able to invest this money it's going to make a big killing etc and I'll put my faith in Hashem that Hashem is going to help me Hashem, Hashem, Hashem that's a false that's coming from the Sotan but just the opposite. chozok, a person has to have solid, solid faith, lo higmasu that even if I don't jump into the major leagues, even if I don't jump into the, the billionaire circle, Hashem Hashem will take care of me, Hashem will see to it that I have what, I, what I'm supposed to have. Vahamaskil, Rab Nosson Zal Eitz, and an intelligent person, Yovin Dvorim Harabe Mitoich Dvarenu, will be able to understand a lot from what we just said here. Ech Livroyach Mibitochim DeSich Rachra, how to run away from the wrong kind of bitochim, Shehu Keneged Atoyra, which is against the Torah, or the Hischazek Bebitochim Dikdusha, and to fortify ourselves with holy bitochim. No, even if I'm not perfect, even if I'm not the best, and even if I have a lot of things to correct, I'm doing a lot of things wrong. This is Rav synopsis of Bitochem.
1: Is an Avraik allowed to borrow money in order to do mitzvos, even though he has no idea and no way to pay it back?
0: As far as I know, (coughs) question... Can an avreich, meaning a person who's relying on a very, very small stipend, is he allowed to borrow money to do mitzvahs? Let's say to go to Eretz Yisrael or to do some kind of a mitzvah, example, and even though he has no idea whatsoever how he's going to give that money he back.
1: His family for
0: Shabbos. Uh, he's borrowing money to feed his family for Shabbos. The, the answer is, that's a discussion in the Gemara and Shulchan Aruch, where the, the, the Gemara says, Hashem says, olai v'ani That when it comes to certain basic of Shabbos, a person is allowed to borrow in certain instances. There's another opinion, Rabbi Akiva's opinion of, Shabbat and, and don't come on to other people. It's, this is a delicate, delicate line to walk. But I, I want to hear a statement that borrowing money without knowing how you're going to get it back is called stealing, is generally called stealing, number one. And number two, borrowing money without a date. Borrowing money indefinitely is another form of stealing. There's no such thing in authentic Judaism. Can you lend me money? Yes. For how long? Three months? Three years? It's got to have a fixed time. If it's a loan, it's got to have a date attached to it. <clears throat> and then, the lender should never have to go to the borrower to ask him for the money. If the lender has to go to the borrower, there's a problem, a big problem. My Rebbe, Rebbe Michal, Zucharev, ran a gamach for years. And the gamach was limited, it was for the kolil kolil people, and tip, normally it was $500 for three months. And you had to bring two co-signers on the loan. You had to fill out a star with a date on it, when you took it, when you're going to give it back, and it had three signatures. So he was able to garnish three salaries to get the money back. And he would carry around these papers in his pocket whose money was due that month or that week. Every week he kept... And if the day came and the person hadn't paid and hadn't called, he would pick up a phone at the age of 80... Pick pick the phone to the person and say, Hello, what, where, what's going on? Oh yeah, I forgot. You forgot? A Jew can forget if he has someone else's money in his pocket? Not possible, not possible. If the person called up a day before, two days before, and said, I know I'm supposed to pay, give back on Wednesday, I don't have it now, can you wait another week? Can you wait another month? Another... Generally, the answer was yes, definitely. No problem. But if the person didn't call, didn't pay, there was an X put through that person's name. Can't lend that person money anymore. We should be zircha, ne, to be in a position we should never need. We should be on the right side of the fence. We should be able to give and borrow. And Claudius wrote, we should conduct ourselves the right way and money matters. It's the, for, according to many, that's the first question that a person is asked when they come to the Bez Mishamala, and asato be'emunah. How were you when it came to your money matters, conducting money matters? Did you do it with trust and real faith in Hashem? Good morning. Uh, yes. So what about the lender? Do you, do you just say that the guy who lent the, the uh, borrower of money, uh, what do you say? You say, it's Hashem's will, the guy doesn't have the money, he doesn't care, not answering calls, it's, it's uh,
1: you're done, that's it, Hashem's No,
0: world. no, you, now. no, you persist. He, he should persist, he should try to do as much as he can to get his money back, unless he knows that it's a real, legitimate person. Who does pay his debt? Who always pays, and just right now fell into a certain place, a very negative place where they can't. Then the lender has a choice to choose whether to say, "I forego it; it's a gift," or, or to say, "I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait six months. I'll wait six years. When he has the money, I expect him to give it back." Thank you. Yes. Rav Zal just adds that Halacha dalid of, Hil- of, of Hilchas Talmatoira appeared at earlier. I'm sorry, Halacha dalid exactly appeared earlier in Hilchas Malamdin and Talmatoyra Alochadalit. And Alochah in Hilchas Shvuas, Halacha Beis. That's where he also discussed this topic over there. With this, we complete Hilchas Talmatoyra. Entering into Shavuos, tomorrow is Erev Yantif. we won't have a shir tomorrow, we should be to a brand new Kabbalah Satoira, to, to want to, to receive to, to our attitude towards the Torah. The Gemara says, that the Torah should be brand new to us every day, to know that we're, we're hoping to get to Harsinai, this Shavuos, and receive the Torah for the first time, to see Baraishis, Boralikim, all the the whole Torah, the chumish the Torah Shalsah, Torah, 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 Torah and be to the Geula Shleima. Hashem should finish the process of Geula that starts on Pesach and is completed on on Shavuos. Can we clarify the difference between Hasidim and other Jews regarding Dveikus to Tzadikim? All Yidden have a Rav they follow, both living and not. Whether it's the Vilna ga'in or the Balshemtoiv. Rab Nilsenzal, on his trip to Teretz Israel, engaged Talmidei Hagra. he met students at Hevil Nagoyim, and he said he, they were engaged in conversation, and he saw it's not that they don't believe in our rabbis, they don't believe in their own rabbis. The term believing in a rabbi, there are people, there are Talmidei Chachamin that say that that's, that's Buddhism, that's Catholicism, that's Christianity, even though it's a Pasuk and Chumash. I don't. I believe only. I believe only in Hashem. Faith only in Hashem. I learn from a rebbe. I hear from him. But my rebbe can be wrong. He can make mistakes. And there is. There is this issue of really having faith in a tzaddik, and putting one's faith in a tzaddik, relying on a tzaddik in a big way, not as an excuse for me not to do mitzvahs or not to learn Torah, but placing major reliance on the tzaddikim and their merit. That in their merit we're going to be successful, that the Hasidim generally, generally have an advantage. We see Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was davening to have the sin of the Egel Azov forgiven, he didn't succeed until he said, Hashem, remember the merit of Avram, Yitzchak Yaakov. Eliyanovi also, when he took on the Nevi Abal. says there he was nothing happened he said that's when everything changed everything changed and Yontif is a special time of renewal in because the Gemara says Shabbos is Hashem Shabbos is fixed from the time of creation Yontif the rabbis tell us when it's Yontif these are the days which you will declare them at their right time. The rabbis have the authority to declare when it's Rosh Chodesh, and based on that, we define when the holiday is, Mitzvah. Wishing everybody a wonderful Yontif, Yeshua, Israfu, and Besur, Israfu, Mitzvah.